Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Talking about baseball, talking about the Kings taking on the Suns. And, you know, that's what I'm saying. So I did my Allen Asks segment yes. and on Twitter. And Chris, my guy, came through with the quote yes. tweet, gave me some spots that I will probably hit. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to do the old Sacramento. We're going to hit some spots that okay. are going to be – my my wife really wants to see some Christmas stuff. Right? Oh, okay. So then some of them are done up. The so we're go. gonna go to Old Sack and then we're gonna walk. We can walk. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's a little tunnel that leads right to Doko. Still don't know. You know, I, I you know how I am, Chris. I I like a plan, and my yes. my family really roasts me because when the plan doesn't doesn't go as I yeah. plan, it bugs me. Okay. So you know, we're talking, and she just says, "Well, we can just." find food somewhere along the way. And I'm like, yeah, nah. you know, I'd really like to know yes. where we're going. Simone is roasting me now because Simone is saying she might yelp after her dinner because <laughs> Simone knows where she's going. And I'm thinking, you know, I'd really like to know where we're going so of I course. can look at the menu. You should. I can get my my taste buds ready. Yeah. She goes, you know, why don't we just find something on the way? Yeah. That's not a good idea. Let me tell you. I'd rather just, I'd rather know. Yeah. You can stumble into some bad places. But I also got a couple suggestions. I got one suggestion on social media as well, but that place looked more of a date night spot. Mm-hmm. So I definitely Isn't it date night. I'm confused. Well, it is, but you're going to a game, and you that's might. Still, we that's might, a great date, but night. we might eat at the game too. You know, you mm-hmm. got to have some tenders or something. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, so we don't want to be completely stuffed. I don't. You're right, though. You're right. So got to figure it out, Simone. You're supposed to give me some some suggestions as well. You you. I have got not. you. I got you. You keep saying that, but do you? I'm not gonna say it on air. Well, that's what I'm saying. But then you said this yesterday, and I got it. <laughs> and then you followed me on social media, and you said nothing. At least Chris said something. I got you. 916-339-1140. Let's talk to our guy, a P1 in the sack chat, making his, I, I think this is his first phone appearance. Scooter wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Scooter? You're on Styles and Watkins. What do you got for us? Hey, gentlemen. First, yes, this is the first time I've ever called. Um, I'm, I'm normally just on the YouTube chat, but uh, shout out to the sack chat. And you guys, happy holidays to everybody. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Same uh, to you. I wanted to go back to the baseball uh, a little bit because baseball is, is my jam. I mean, I grew up baseball. I grew up in a baseball family, uh, was a catcher, completely overanalyzed the game because I was a catcher. Um, what I've noticed is, you know, Styles, you being a Giants fan as well, uh, you know, yes, I was absolutely beyond irritated when uh, Yamamoto was signed by L.A. yesterday, and then on top of that, obviously, Otani. But what I think is baseball has a problem that goes way beyond super teams. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think Rob Manfred has completely ruined baseball and is continuing to completely ruin baseball with all these rule changes and mm. tweaks for fans <clears throat> who, while I understand – you have to kind of adjust to newer fans and newer eras. Um, I feel like the old school fans like myself are kind of being pushed out by fans who want to sit in the stands, who who do pay their money, but sit most of the time on their phones. And then they're the ones that want to complain about the game needs to be shorter, this and that. Right. Um, I feel like last year I watched a lot of the Giants games or any baseball really, and I felt like, the game was almost too fast to pay attention to. Mm. And then now we have the rule changes again that went into effect, um, are going into effect this year. They're going to shorten the pitching speed even more. 
and lesson catcher uh, conferences, and and I don't quite understand the warm-up uh, rule, but I feel like all these rules are are affecting the game in a negative way. Let me I ask, think- let me ask you this, Scooter, and and thank you for kind of your piece on this. Let me ask you this: How do you feel about if if Major League Baseball were to shorten the season and go to, let's say, 100 games. Would you feel like that's ruining the integrity? Would you more so like to keep the game rules and shorten the season, or do you not want to touch anything at all? No, I've been on the I've been on the uh, side of I think the season does get to be a little bit long, and the mm-hmm. longer the and with the long season, I think you run into the player injury issues. You know, right. pitchers' arms get fatigued. Uh, in which case, you know, you start messing with mechanics and that's where injuries happen. Um, I, I think you're, you hit it on the head. I think if we shorten the season to 100 games, 120 games, um, but then went back to the, uh, you, I guess you could call it the old school rules, right? you know, no pitch clock, stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> I, I think that would be a better scenario than, than co- continuing to try to quicken the game. I think with the game being forced into a faster pace, I think you're also subjecting some of these players, especially pitchers, uh, into injuries because they have routines. They have the, the, their routines. You know, the, the pitcher is the most superstitious player on the, right. on the field. You know, um, if they're trying, if they're having to rush their routine and rush their mechanics, that's where you're going to start having uh, injuries. Yeah. Um, so that's my concern. My concern is more the integrity of the game uh, than anything. Um, I, you know, yeah, I'm irritated, and and I think Farhan's been uh, part of the Giants about four years too long, and mm. enough is enough. But I think beyond that, um, you know, this baseball's taking a big hit this year. You know, you have the A's uh, uh, fan base who is basically being alienated. Because I feel like Manfred should have stepped in and said, yeah, no, you guys need to work this out in Oakland. And then they're already talking about expansion teams. Fine, put an expansion team in Vegas. But don't rip an entire franchise away from an extremely loyal fan base. And, you know, I think that hurts the game, too. You know, it's all part of being the the integrity of the game. No, thank Um, you, Scooter. Yeah, no, I I appreciate the call. And keep holding it down. You are one of the captains of the sack chat. So keep holding it down in the sack chat the youtube chat for those of you that are new to the show thank you scooter that was yeah, awesome i great great call all around because you know chris when i did i did a lot of research when i was joking about the whole how many babies are born yes. throughout the course of a a baseball season and one thing i did find and this i did this back in i believe 2019 or 2018 something like that the av- this is before any of the rule changes obviously the average football game, mm-hmm. NFL game, an average baseball game were the same length of time, mm. right? They're the same length of time. Everybody thinks that the game, the baseball game, so much longer than all the other games, right? Now, is it as fast-paced or whatever? Not as basketball, but correct me if I'm wrong, you told me yourself that you're watching football with your significant other, yes. and she says there's a lot of stoppages yes. going on in football. And honestly – 
I've always thought that. Yeah. I've always been afraid to say that. Yeah. And I'm not saying that baseball, that football is anywhere near as quote unquote boring sure. as baseball, but I do think it's <laughs> yeah. a little bit overstated. Absolutely. When you look at it, both of the games are four, are on average four hours. Yeah. And there's a lot of stoppages mm-hmm. in both. Yeah. That's or just all I'm lack saying. of action. Forget lack like stoppages, action. but just like I mean, how many times on a, in a football game is there just like a, a three and out where, you know, right. it's two runs right down the middle that gain three yards and then an incomplete pass from a third string quarterback. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you're punting and then right. it's like, OK, and then you go to commercial and mm-hmm. that commercial is four minutes. And then uh, the other team does the same. You know, it, it could be OK. I just sat here for 20 minutes and I saw two and a half possessions go absolutely nowhere. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think that football does kind of, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, but football's just able to to kind of skate by right now with right. with not a lot of action. Like, I mean, especially with, you know, frankly, it, it's better for the health of the game, but like over the middle hits aren't a thing. Like, I mean, right. you're pretty much only asking for offensive highlights these days in football. Well, that's the argument that's making it more exciting. There's no Jerome yeah. Bettis and, and anything but like that. But it's leading to less every single play having action. That's right. Because the thing is, nobody was com- nobody was complaining about the gameplay in baseball during the playoffs. You mm-hmm. know why? Because those games matter. Yeah. Right? It's the fact that you're in the middle of July. It's almost better that they're longer. Exactly. You build you're, suspense, right? You're in the middle of July, yeah. and you know that – I used to think, man, Buster Posey. Like like we said, I have – a lot has changed in my life. Throughout the course of this last baseball season, Alan Styles <laughs> has had a baby, yep. tore his Achilles, and got a new job, a new career, and moved. Yeah. Throughout the and that and the game and the, and it was still going on. Yeah. That just took us to the playoffs. That just took That's us to the crazy. playoffs. Yeah. 916-339-1140. <laughs> Let's go to Paul that wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Paul? You're on Sals and Watkins. What you got for us? Hey, how's it going, guys? I'll just with what Scooter said, like big baseball guy myself, I think Manfred's one hundred percent with his rule changes ruining the game, but what I don't understand is the rhetoric rhetoric of this baseball season so long. It's only mm six months long where you look at the NBA season and it spans almost eight months mm-hmm. NFL six months NBA if you start to include playoffs you're going to go almost 10 months it feels like um, I get that there's all these games but if you're going to find out who the best baseball team is like you have to play three game series because that's how baseball teams are built with a pitching staff and you know going deep into your bench and just not you know running the starters out there every single uh, day um, I think the baseball season feels longer because there's really nothing else going on in the summer months. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it spans from April to September. You get one month of playoffs um, where I believe basketball spans October all the way to April and then, you know, two months of playoffs. Right. Um, and baseball and basketball but, has problems too, though. Basketball has problems too. A lot of people don't stop watching or start watching basketball until now. Until now, until after after Christmas. So I, I hear you on that. So so Paul, quickly, so you weren't a fan of the the twenty twenty the sixty game season. I mean, at that point, it was just like get in whatever you can. Sure, you know, with sure. COVID. I don't. I I would imagine you guys feel the same, Mike. Do you guys count that as a real Dodgers championship? <laughs> My answer is hell no. Well, absolutely, um, absolutely not. But there was a part of me, and thanks for the call, Paul. We got to get to a, a break, but thank you for listening and thanks for calling yeah. in. But there was a part of me that did feel like all those games had more urgency. I remember yeah, sure. the Giants, yeah. all they had to do 
was beat the Padres once or not get swept or something, and they would have got in the playoffs, and of course they didn't do it. But I'm watching every game in a different way. So right. I feel what Paul is saying. I get it from a baseball standpoint yeah. as far as the, the pitching staff and understanding who is the best team. That's why people are mad about the playoffs, yeah. about, hey, we went through this whole season to figure out who the best team is, and now one game here, one game there, five-game series. Yeah. And that is why, to your point, Chris Watkins, that's how you end up with a hot team who just gets hot over the course of a couple games right. who hasn't really been there, and you get the Arizona Diamondbacks in the World Series, yeah. and people aren't thrilled about that. How much is it, too, and I know we got to hit a break here, um, and this is this could be a really ignorant question, but how much of, his, of it, too, is – uh, the fact that the games are day after day after day in yeah. the sense of you don't get time to really breathe and, and look at any specific That's a great game. point. You can look at series in, in a collection of games, and I understand that's what Paul was saying as well, is you almost have to have a series of games so that you can properly you know evaluate how well you, you, you stack up against that mm-hmm. team. But, you know, how much of it is, you know, okay, the Giants played yesterday. We have today to kind of really think about yesterday's game and then set up tomorrow's game in terms of especially talking about the game, whereas how it's set up now is, okay, the game happens, ends, especially Giants games will end at 10, 30, 11 at night. Back on the horse. And then right back on the horse the next day yeah. to where you can't even really look back at any specific moment or game because it's so quickly on to the next one, on to the next one, and then you're playing a, a completely different team three days later. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how you do it. I personally feel that 100 would be very, very nice. I think 100 games would be perfect. Same time span, though. You could, but you could, you could, you could spread it out sure. then in that yeah. case because you have sixty less right. games or sixty-two totally. less games. So then there's more breathing room. Absolutely. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about a walk off, and the next day, you know, you got Crook and Kipe. Oh yeah, and last night this. Th- oh wow, there was a walk off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're right exactly. back at it. And you don't even as a hitter, man. I just struck out it. I forgot all about my walk off. Right. You know what I mean? Totally. So I think there's a lot to it. All right, definitely got to get to a, a break. Simone is Sorry, giving Simone. us the Damian Lillard. When we get back, we will talk Becky Hammond. And she's coming at the little guys. Come on now, Becky. Styles and Watkins. She Sacktown might be right, Sports. though. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Wow. I love this. Good on the people of Sacramento. If you have called from Sacramento, we know Scooter called in and Paul as well. A, a, a really, really great baseball conversation, which actually makes me all warm and fuzzy inside Simone and Chris Watkins because it tells me that there's still something there. Yeah. The bones are there. You just got to figure it out. It's like flip or flop. You got to find a way to flip or flop Major League Baseball right now. Yeah, they definitely need some renovation. Maybe the Dodgers being good and having a villain will renovate it a little bit. Maybe that's like bringing in that, you know, the new granite, the new granite kitchen, okay, a new sink, Things like that. Maybe it's redoing the the living room, but there's still more work that needs to be done. Now, if you would have certain people tell it, changing in the new rules, that's doing too much. You ever see those houses that are too modern? That are too modern right. for you. They're they got slanted roofs. <laughs> yeah, and the and little the too riding. artsy. Yeah. Little too artsy. Yeah. So I think some people think, hey, let's not go too it's far. Minimalist though. Yeah, <laughs> That's what yeah, they'll yeah. tell you. Right. There's just a big door. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't need a peephole. Not yeah. in this neighborhood. Right. You don't need a peephole. So. If you can find somewhere in the middle baseball, that would be very, very nice. Let's talk about Becky Hammond, who had some things to say about the Knicks. They were talking about the Knicks on ESPN, and she said that they need— Now, the problem is she went on to say Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell 
is a high flyer, but he's really not that much taller than Jalen Brunson. So the question is, where is that line of you are this tall, you are you need yeah. to be this tall to be a franchise player, or I guess be Steph Curry or have an otherworldly talent? Let's hear from Becky. You got to have a dude. You got to have a one A dude. And they're missing that at the end of the day if, if we're just getting down to brass taxes. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't want to disagree with Becky today, but they do have that dude. Who? Jalen Brunson. No, he's too small. It, but here, here's the thing, and that's. that's <laughs> Didn't they say about you? But you know you what? They say that about you, but and you, you're a Hall of Famer. You know I got a philosophy. But Can I say my philosophy? Go ahead. If your best player is small, you're not winning. John Stockton, Allen Iverson, Steve Nash. You could go down the list. Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. <laughs> he's the only. But he's not that small. He's like 6'3. But, but also, though, I mean, he's <laughs> the greatest shooter to ever walk the planet. He's, he's in an, he's in an outlier. Class. Okay. She but, but, but is see, but, right. But, History says she is right. Uh, okay, so. but, but we're living in a new age, okay? New day. <laughs> go ahead. Kendrick, just. Just, 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 just stop. Just stop, my man. You're, you're, it's, it, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I mean, I don't know how you feel about mm-hmm. it, but I'm, I am, uh, definitely pro Becky there. And, uh, I think that was Windhorse as well. Yeah. I, I just gonna, I'm gonna echo that, that, uh, NBA history says that Becky's right. It's not even an argument no. to me. It's not, now, when the facts change, opinions change. If Jalen Brunson goes out there and wins the championship as the best player, Jalen Brunson will be part of that convert. He will be put in that category with Steph Curry. Yeah. But history is history. So I don't think a lot of people were coming down Becky's road terribly, but apparently they were. I, I, at least initially, I, I didn't think, think the they small would guys be. Were. <laughs> people like me, you think it's just a bunch of Allens with pitchforks. Isaiah Thomas's times two. But it's not. But but it's true though. Yeah. You have to admit that it's true. I mean. Like I said, you know, right now, you know, you, you got the kiddo or whatever it is. Right now I have a, a girl or, you know, so I, it, it does matter. But if she wants to play basketball, I'm going to say, hey, look at me. <laughs> look at your parents. Look at your mom. I'm not going to, you know, unless you get some random right. trait from back in the day. Right. I, you know, It's going to be tough. It is. You know, <laughs> yeah. it is. Get the dribbling. You know what I mean? Or start shooting or something because it is what it is. So Becky comes out and drops this, <laughs> drops this. This post yesterday, I guess defending what she said, but also saying she has love for Jalen Brunson. This is what she says. For the record, I love Jalen Brunson's game. He used to give us slash the Spurs work when he played with Dallas. I love when undersized players give the league buckets. He's got a great mind and feel for the game. Great mind, great feel. He was passed over in the first round and then got to the league and showed out. He's not a good player. He's a great NBA player. Much respect. He's an all-star and will be an all-NBA performer. But I stand by my statement yeah. that I can't put him in a LeBron and Steph and B type of 1A tier player and that if your best player is the smallest player on the court, you probably won't win a championship. Mm. This game favors the tall. I wish it didn't, but it does. Hashtag yeah. calm down. Hashtag <laughs> there are exceptions to the rule. Signed. Sincerely, a small basketball player. Yeah, so nice. to that point, to your point, Isaiah Thomas posts a photo. Did you see this? Which one? Which Isaiah Thomas? Current one? Pistons, or Pistons Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah. Okay, gotcha. He posts a photo with Del Curry and Steph, and it, and he mm. just his caption is his caption is the exceptions to the rule. Well, one exception. Isaiah not, won. 
Oh, I thought you said he was. He posted a picture with just Dell and Steph. No, not, not Isaiah. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. I was like, Dell well. Curry was like cool. So the but... exceptions <laughs> to the rule with Isaiah and sure. Steph being those exceptions. And at six three, Steph is hardly an exception. That yeah. three inches. I mean, uh, look, three inches is a lot. He's tall. Three inches is a lot. I know. Pause. I, I think. I think it's. I, I mean, like it's. It's I'm just. It's, it's like a, it's. There's a big difference. Between six foot and six three. Absolutely. 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 But I, I think even still, like, you, if you're going to say who are the best players of, of all time, that list is guys who are six six and above. Like, now, Jordan was right. Jordan was six six. Kobe, six six. Obviously, LeBron's bigger than six six. Magic, of course, is six eight, six nine. Larry Bird, six eight, six nine. Kareem, uh, Will. Bill Russell, Shaquille O'Neal. Now you see Nikola Jokic. You see Giannis. This league, like Becky said perfectly, like this league is built for big people. Like it's, it's, it's basketball. It's basketball one on one. What are we? What are we? What is all even of the these argument? people are giants? And I'm gonna say this, and I hope we can have Kendrick Perkins on the show one day. But Kendrick Perkins already told on himself before when he was on one of these podcasts trying to sound cool and said that ESPN said to him. They tried to veer him in a different direction, right, when they were having a take about whether the Suns could beat whoever recently mm. in a in a playoff in a in a, in a playoff series. So they basically said, Big Perk, we need you to go the other way. And now I'm wondering, does does Kendrick Perkins even believe what he's saying? Right, because he's also a big man. So, so you would think he about? would be on team big man. Do you right? actually believe that? Now it could Jalen Brunson. Pull pull this off and no, win a championship? No, he can't. It's he can't. No, no, but it, it is no, possible. He, no, no, it's not. It's no, possible. It's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Jalen Brunson is not going to be the 1A. Who are players who have won the NBA title? And tell me if Jalen Brunson, to Becky Hammond's point, is is in that classification of guys. No, no, no. I, no, I get what you're saying. I guess the question becomes 1A versus 1B. So if if if... What's the level of player, got to be better than Julius Randle, Absolutely. that he could have on his team and still be considered 1A? Because if we're really if we're really trying to get funky here, well, you have Steph with two. You have Steph with two. He has four total. So he has two rings, right? Mm-hmm. Steph does not have four rings as 1A. As a 1A, yeah, for sure. He doesn't. Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. So to me, I'm not even necessarily arguing against you. I'm actually yeah. arguing for you. I guess the question is, I'm not counting Steph as a as a smaller player. First of all, he's six. He's only an inch taller than Jalen. To be fair, right? Yeah. They have Jalen Brunson listed at six two. I'd count Steph as a smaller guy. He's I scrawny. Personally. You know, he's what? six two. Like, and, I mean, and, it's hard to. Do- the thing is, the difference is domination. You cannot dominate. It's almost impossible to dominate as the smallest guy on the floor. I do think six three is the most confusing height because so many different players come in 6'3". Right. Because you have guys that can skywalk like Russell Westbrook and guys that were actually... I mean, come on now. If, if somebody Steph's height walked into the Y and could barely dunk, we would clown him. We would clown yeah. him! I also think that they're kind of different. Like, if De'Aaron's 6'4", though, like, is like if De'Aaron's 6'4 and Steph is 6'3", I think that there's a big difference between those two guys' size. Like, I think but I'm Steph a lot more willing to though. believe that De- De- De'Aaron's not. Well, I... But he's he's tall. We got to go. Yeah. We got to go. This is a great conversation. Call in. You on the side of Becky Hammond. Me and Chris are finding a way to disagree, even though we both agree <laughs> with Becky Hammond. That's what it is on this Friday fun day. And Simone is just having a great laugh. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Or listen on the Sacktown Sports app.
Styles and Watkins taking you up to 2 p.m. having a conversation about how tall the best player on your team has to be to be a championship contender. Size matters, according to Becky Hammond. And we have here on the text line 916, many would argue that Chauncey Billups was the best player on that 2004 Pistons team. Would you consider Chauncey 1A on that Pistons team? Um, Chauncey's another 6-3-er. I so that's like, a line, right? 6-3? Yeah. Is that the line? I mean, I personally would say 6-6 six, six is the line, but Whoa. Yeah, I, I think you have to be 6-5 six, or 6-6 six, six at least. Wow. I mean, and that's just history. I mean, that's how, going more how so tall off history. How tall is De'Aaron Fox? 6'4". Yeah, 6'4", probably. Interesting. I mean, yeah, I, I just, I mean, Kobe and and, and, uh, and Jordan were both 6'6", six, six, and that's right. that's more where I'm getting that, that mm-hmm. specific That's the prototype. Yeah. That's the prototype, and LeBron is just a monster. Yeah. You Or... You just have to be able to do. You have to do something the be, better yeah. than anyone has ever done yeah, exactly. with Steph Curry. Yeah, totally. Or I mean, a lot of people want to give it to Kyrie now as far as the handles, which I think is disrespectful to Allen Iverson. Or just have the best handles, like Allen Iverson, who right. was a one A and but never technically didn't win a championship, but he got there. Yeah, yeah, he got there, and you know, Kyrie, you could argue was. I mean, he he was definitely not a one A on that Cavs team, but he was incredibly important he's about as good as a second option as you can get but even then i would say Kyrie probably is is never going to be a 1a on a uh, on a title team either no i wouldn't know and even if you were to say like the guys in the nba right now like the the young up-and-coming potential face of the nba now is you know even you know jaw is is smaller he's maybe at that six three line uh you got i mean again Giannis. the jaw's a great call actually could it's he? interesting. I mean, in Luca, Luca's six seven, six eight. Right. So he he kind of fits into. Jaw is uh, a great call. Yeah, we'll see about that one. We'll see about that one. Like I we mean, like we talked about earlier, there's a lot of uh, obstacles that I think he's got to clear first. Well, yes, there there are definitely a lot of obstacles. Some that are put in front of you, and some that you put okay. in front of yourself. Yeah. So that is going to be the the question with Ja Morant. We have here from the 510 on the text line, how many of the players' height is accurate? Don't That's, most of them lie? Yeah. But if they all lie, then it it kind of washes, right? That is also a good point, right? Yeah. And also, I mean, I feel like I have a I, – I try and pay attention size-wise to like, okay, this guy says he's 6'6". How does he stack up next to this guy? Okay, well, then he's clearly not that height that he says. Yeah. So I really try and pay attention to I'm not going to name names because we all do it. We all we all lie about our height. But I'm going to tell you this much. Not me. I'm going to tell you this much. No, you do. I'm a, No. I have never once in my life said I'm six feet tall. No, no, no. I'm 5'10", 5'11". One or the other. Okay, I just, but I just yeah, it can't be both. I mean, it can, one with shoes, one without. What I'm just saying, everybody at, actually, I saw a TikTok. Did you see this one, Simone, with a Talk guy, he walked, he was walking around the gym uh-huh. asking guys, how tall are you? Yeah. And then they would Standing answer and he sword. said, do you mind if I measure you? Yeah. And a lot, a lot of guys said, fine, whatever. But some guys said, I, I think I'm no, good. No, yeah. yeah. I think I'm good. I say all this to say. <laughs> Insecurity speaks volumes. Well, it, okay, Draymond. And you want him on the yeah. team. So yeah. let's not get yeah. anybody upset here before we get to our holiday break. So downstairs, you'll just see random people pop up. And I run to Chris like a, a, a kid on Christmas morning because I didn't expect to see Steph Curry just walking around in the arena. We see players all the time. Not Really not all the time. Mm-hmm. On the court. Sometimes you'll catch them walking back and forth. 
I just felt like Steph would have some type of entourage. So the last time the Kings played the Warriors, I'm walking out. I'm walking out onto the court, and Steph was walking back. And the timing was just kind of interesting to me. And all I got to say is this. A lot of people are lying because that was the tallest 6'3 I've ever seen in my life. In my life. I got friends. Oh, I go 6'4. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't. Because I saw Steph, and it really did, to your point, put a lot of things in perspective because I'm sitting there thinking, man, that that's 6'3? Really? Yeah. Really? And it, these guys are this – is, this is the number one sport where, I guess – how you're born matters, would you argue? Yeah, I mean, you either got it or you don't, right? right? With right. height, it's like, you know, you, you can't, you know, football, you can throw on weight. You can, right. you know. You, you can, can get faster. Yeah, you can get faster. Basketball, it's like either you're blessed or you're not. You're like, going you know, well, to the Michael Jordan, I'm, I, oh, I'm hanging between the, my door right. with the pull-up to bar try or stop it. Some people just get lucky, man. Or jump. Uh, isn't there somebody who, like, dug a hole and then – I think it might have been Mike, actually, dug a oh, hole no. and then this? jumped out of the hole to, like, increase your vertical. And so, like, you would just keep digging the hole Calf deeper raises. and deeper. Get some, you can increase your vertical leap, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The one thing you cannot do, extent, yeah. right? Yeah, you cannot You cannot make yourself taller. Right. You can try. You can play in the elevator. Yeah, some elevated. lifts or something some like lifts. that. But Jalen could do that. Hey, what what'd you think about me now, Becky? <laughs> right? And it's really, that's, that's what's funny about this. It's really not a Becky Hammond thing. I think what makes this the most interesting piece is if that is, if that is the standard, then why... As we talk about Cam Newton last week and Brock Purdy, and they're drafting the for Cam Newtons, they're drafting for game changers. Why do NBA scouts and NBA front offices? Why are you if you have a lottery pick? Why are you even taking anybody under yeah. six five unless you think that this guy? So I looked up. It was 2019, if I'm not mistaken. 2019, Darius Garland was the fifth pick in the draft. Yeah. So why? To be, are you drafting? Yeah, yeah. Are you drafting second options, right? If you think somebody could be a really good second option, mm-hmm. are you drafting to round out, or are you always drafting to find that guy? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of team dependent. Like, I think some some teams will will look to draft for fit, and some are always just looking for best available. And I think it does kind of reach a point, especially with guard, because I mean, a point guard is still incredibly valuable. We're going to talk about the Spurs here in a minute, like. Mm-hmm. The Spurs could desperately use a point guard, and it kind of doesn't matter if it's Darius Garland or if it, you know it, they'll they'll take any. They don't care if he's undersized or not. There's still value in having that guy, and just because he can't be an all-time great doesn't mean that he can't bring your your team some value. Still, yeah, I, and I think it depends on what you have around you. Because course, to yeah. that point, yeah. I would say that. Steph gets the benefit of having six 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 seven Clay Thompson next to him. Next as well. to him, and yeah. then for a while he had he had Kevin Durant. I think the perfect mesh to to your point is you want to hit on a one a one on a one B two A because then you get a Tyrese Maxey to your Joel Embiid to where Tyrese Maxey right. can be a great second option, but you have Joel Embiid. Yeah, exactly. right. So you can if you know you have that's why based on the team, but. For anybody, I think that's the question. If you were to look at these drafts, and for anybody that was in the position to try to find a dude, like a 1A, how many of those teams drafted somebody under 6'5"? 
Probably not a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the league is increasingly getting bigger and bigger, and like, especially at draft time, it's it's especially with the top picks. I mean, it it has become a little bit of of like quarterbacks, where it's like it doesn't matter if everybody says, uh, you know, this uh, Panay Sewell is going to be the greatest left tackle that the world has ever seen. It still doesn't matter. It's not as valuable as going out and getting uh, a quarterback because right. if that quarterback hits, then then that's the most important thing. And in the NBA, I, I, Sacramento Kings fans cover your ears, but like that's that's why um, you know DeAndre Ayton and Marvin Bagley go way before Trey Young was even. I mean, Trey Young ended up getting taken either. I don't know if he was technically third or ended up going technically fifth, but. Um, you know, Trey Young averaged 30 and 10 in college, which is numbers that have never been seen before. And yet people still were no doubt going to take DeAndre Ayton and Marvin over him, because if you get a center in theory that is that is able to, you know, play like an Anthony Davis or play like a Joel Embiid, those are the guys that win MVP. And those are the guys that are matchup wise impossible to stop. Like we can have conversations about oh, hey, you put Keegan Murray on Steph Curry. Well, that kind of, you know, now Steph is a different animal, but you could neutralize some of the things Steph Curry does just by throwing a bigger guy on him. However, if you've got Nikola Jokic, what what, what do you do? Like, yeah. hey, you can't, you, there's nobody that you can just put out there to neutralize him unless you have a freak yourself. Yeah, all right, got to get to a break. Just a couple more heights here. You have now when you on Google – Steph Curry is listed at 6'2". You have Ja Morant at 6'2". You have Trey Young at 6'1". <laughs> okay. Something something funny there? Yeah, that's funny. That's hilarious. Got to get to a break. When we get back, do the Spurs players hate playing with Wembenyama? <laughs> and it's a Friday fun day, so we're going to talk NBA 2K ratings. And somebody's rising up the ranks, and it's starting to annoy some people. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. As we wish everyone a happy holidays, we will continue to have a great conversation as well about the Kings, the Suns, tonight, tonight. Tonight is the night. T-Wolves tomorrow night. And I'm telling you right now, Chris. What's up? For your Christmas present, the Kings, you can book this. Uh-huh. I don't know about tonight. Okay. I hope they win because I'll be at the game. But you can book you can the Devin Kings, book. You can debook yeah. the Kings beating the T Wolves tomorrow. Guaranteed. It's enough is enough. They that they cannot go 0 and 4 in back to backs. They can't. And now I'm thinking, well, it'll at least be a good game. It'll at least be a good game. <laughs> no, I'm sticking I by wanna, it. I don't even want to put a stamp on it. I'm sticking I'm by too it. Scared. No, no, I'm, I'm doing shook. it for you. No, I'm glad. I'm, I'm gl- doing it for you. To. Somebody needs they to. They will beat the T Wolves, and then they would have had. They would have been undefeated against the Lakers, mm, the Thunder. Talk about it. If they win tonight, the Suns and the T Wolves. <laughs> Boom. How's that for quality wins? How's that? Take that for data. Uh-huh. Take that for data, and take this if you'd like to enjoy. <laughs> A gift certificate towards your perfect Christmas tree and or gift certificate, or not or, and a gift certificate to winterize your vehicle. Vieira Farms and Jiffy Lube have teamed up with Sacktown Sports for the holiday season to get you hooked up with a $100 gift certificate towards your perfect Christmas tree and a $100 gift certificate to winterize your vehicle at participating Jiffy Lube locations. 
hit up the Folsom Lake Honda hotline right now and be lucky number. We never do it. It's very easy today. Lucky number one. Whoa. Lucky number one. Be the first, first caller in. right now to win those $100 gift certificates. Terms and conditions apply. And for more information, visit SacktownSports.com. Be caller numero uno. Better hurry. Because that's what De'Aaron Fox is, the number one option. Oh, nothing yet. Even though. Still got time. Even though he doesn't meet the height requirement like Magic Mountain mm. or Disneyland for Chris Watkins. Must Keeps be this sneaking tall. it up from 6'5 to 6'6. Six, six. couple years, it'll be what, 6'7? Probably. Probably. I mean, like, what? It's it's just, uh, you know, it's just, uh, uh, I'm just using history as, as my source here. Again, like, if you can tell me. Uh, some players besides Steph and, and Isaiah all time who have led their team to to championships, then uh, I'll be willing to hear you. But really, it's a it's a world of Duncans and of Shaqs and Wilts and Kareems and Russells and Magic being the biggest point guard anyone had ever seen and yeah. LeBron James doing the same thing and Giannis Antetokounmpo being a freak of nature, quite literally. Jokic being 7'3", 295 pounds or whatever he is, 350. I don't know what he is these days. Big boy. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's just a league that's always been dominated by giants. It's not that you can't be successful if you're small. It's just you have to kind of be special or born in the right era. And I would say Isaiah Thomas is probably somebody who benefited from being in the right era and on the right team. Like, yeah. you know, there wasn't a lot of scoring back then, and his team was also by far the most physical and defensive-minded team, so he was able to win. But, you know, you really don't see much of that uh, besides him and him and Steph. And then, yeah, like you said, the texture threw in there, maybe Chauncey Billups with those Pistons teams. But You pushed back on that though, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I was looking at the numbers, and I, I – Vaguely, that was like the first year I feel like I, I had a full, what, 2004, I was nine years old. Mm-hmm. That felt like the first time I had like a, a You're small in the trade grasp. You nine mean, years old? Not quite, but the Kings had <laughs> just gone through the 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 big shot, um, mm-hmm. is what I'll call it. And, you know, we're going through the trials and tribulations of going through those Laker teams. And so I felt like that was the first time where I really was, was locked in on trying to see the Lakers lose. And so I remember... A little bit of that team, but uh, long, long way, long-winded way of saying, I feel like I remember Chauncey Billups and Rasheed Wallace being a very large part of of that team's success. Not that Billups had absolutely nothing to do with it; he was probably their one B at at best. But the it's the same way we talk about the Pistons when we say there was no superstar on that team. That they are an exception to right. the rule as a whole. Yeah, that so is true. So I don't right. know that you can include Chauncey yeah. in that conversation because. They, like I said, they were just an exception to the rule. Chauncey's also listed at six three, so maybe, maybe, you know that that if you do is that wanna, the line, yeah, if you do want to say there is a line, I guess him and that's Steph definitely both being the line. Six three is like all right at the very like okay if you're not gonna be six six at the very least. Well, you know, it, it you can't is, be you can't be six. You it know? is funny because, like, I, I joked about it as well. I, having a, a daughter is slightly different, but not really because you know. Height does matter in women's basketball, too, yeah, but especially to extent, if yeah. we go on to have a boy after this or have kids after this. I mean, it is that conversation, and I and I do wonder if certain parents, if you say, hey, you might get some random trait here, but the chances are right. if you're in that, even if you are at above average height, if the average height, I, at, I believe it is 5'10", I don't know if it's shot up or sure. down at this point, If you're even if you're six foot and you're above average height, 
buddy, that's not enough. Yeah, not for basketball. And you have that conversation with your kid. Now, I don't know if it ever gets there because just in general, it's really hard to go to the NBA regardless. Regardless of height. Hey, buddy, I'm just going to let you know, here are the cards that you're probably going to be dealt. Yeah. Okay, keep working. Keep your head down, right? And I think the whole thing is you just would formulate it around – Get school paid for. Heck, get yeah. paid in school. Totally. Okay, you open that thing up yeah. to you open that thing up to playing in college. And now there's there's plenty of guys that, you know, can play in college and have a great career. It's that next level. And again, that has nothing to do with that has nothing to do with you as a player. It has more so to right. do with just how good you have to be to be in the to be in the NBA. Right. I'm looking up Marquise Noel. That's that who was, balled yep. out and he, crazy. They're giving him a cup of coffee. I believe yeah. he's in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's what, five nine? Yeah, he was really something small. like that. Yeah, he so, was like admittedly small. He was so small that he couldn't even lie. He was like, Yeah, I'm not six Yeah, I'm not even gonna try to cap and <laughs> yeah. you know, I am not even gonna he's he's listed at five eight. Right. So if we do believe that everybody is lying is he really five? <laughs> no, six he's probably cooking? actually five eight. And he, you know, don't. He's like, hey, 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 hey. He might call into the show. Hey, don't, don't, don't play with my name like that. Yeah. All right, come on now. I need, I need all that I can get. So I, I do think that, you know, whether you, whether you think that there is a direct line or whether you think it just has to be, you just have to be really good yeah. in certain areas. Yeah. Well, I think the problem is too when you get under, we'll just say six three. It then also becomes a strength issue as well, where mm-hmm. it's like you can't drive the lane. Like, Marquise Noel cannot go up against even, like, Demonis Sabonis, who's a smaller center. Like, he's not going to be able to drive and be able to throw his weight around. That's kind of what made Isaiah Thomas, the modern Isaiah Thomas, if you will, the Celtics Kings Isaiah Thomas, a little special was he was, like, Popeye. Like, his By the arms way, were massive. Him, he immediately tweeted. Oh, yeah, he was ready. And it was he was a- like, someone saying something yeah, about yeah. my short Kings? <laughs> How dare you? That's why I need to get back in the league, okay? And he just refuses. Just go overseas, Isaiah. But, you know, and here's the other thing. Could you make the argument that Isaiah's ability to get to the lane at that size, did that come back and those miles come back? Oh, yeah. And now that's why, you know, he had those injuries? Absolutely, that's why. I think it's a big part of it. 916, before we get to a break, 916 is saying Allen Iverson. Yeah, we've talked about Allen Iverson. He's 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 number one. But if we are talking about those who got a ring, Allen Iverson doesn't have one. Yeah, absolutely. I wish he did. He's on my list of guys that I wish. It's Allen Iverson, Barry Bonds, and Ken Griffey Jr. I wish they all had rings, but but Allen Iverson does not. And I know it was the time, but like AI had to have the ball in his hands literally all game in order for him to be as effective as he was. If he's an off-ball player, you, you start to run into a lot of the same issues that we see with a guy like Davion Mitchell where it's like, okay, I can't play you off-ball because you're not really like a, a knockdown shooter. Like you don't have a lot of off-ball skills. Your skills are pretty much primarily, I'm going to cross you up, I'm going to go ISO and mm-hmm. get a bucket, which is fine. That's, again, kind of like what Isaiah Thomas did, uh, the modern Isaiah, but you, you, there's a limit on it. There's a cap because then everything has to be done through you and, you, you know, his teammates were Eric Snow, Larry Hughes, Matumbo, right. because you had to build around trying to make up for all of his deficiencies. Got to get to a break when we get back. That's right, all you gamers out there, we are talking 2K ratings and where the Kings players are and where that guy in Indiana is. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Every 40 seconds, a child.